0: Welcome to Senior Attorney Matches State of the Market, where we discuss the state of the market for sales and purchases of law firms. In today's episode, we discuss a question that comes up all the time from our senior attorney clients, which is, how can I sell my law practice to an internal successor, partners, or senior associates at the firm? And we discuss the four reasons why internal successors actually do not want to purchase a senior attorney's law practice. We then contrast that with growing law firms and we'll discuss three reasons why growing law firms want and need to purchase senior attorney's practices in today's legal market. Welcome to Senior Attorney Matches State of the Market. In today's State of the Market, we're going to address the number one question that senior attorneys ask us when considering succession planning, which is, can they transfer, sell their law practice to a key employee, a senior associate, a junior partner, or recruit an attorney into their practice to succeed to the senior attorney when a senior attorney is going to retire. During today's State of the Market, we're going to explain the four reasons why internal successors actually do not want to purchase your law practice. I'm excited to welcome my colleague, uh, Scott Loring. Um, Scott is going to be joining us today for our discussion uh, about the uh, four reasons why internal successors do not want to purchase your law practice. Scott, welcome. Always good to be back with you, Jeremy. Thanks so much, and we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. the 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 first and, and foremost reason why internal successors do not want to purchase your law practice is really a, a then and now. Um, analysis. Here we're showing an infographic where we're showing the then, and the then would be 15 years ago, let's say, or 10 years ago, and sometimes even 15 plus years ago, when a senior attorney is growing their law practice, what do they need? They need strong attorneys, knowledgeable attorneys, really key employees to do the work. And here you see in the then part of this infographic, the senior attorney is Uh, bringing in the clients, doing that business development, practicing law, managing the office, hires these very capable junior attorneys to do the work. Fast forward 10 to 15 years later, and here you see the now. And we put this in orange color, which represents risk, because the now is senior attorney turns to these key employees and says, well, would you like to purchase my practice?" And their response is, well, wait a second. We're key employees. We know how to work the cases. We don't necessarily know how to bring in the business, run the business. And that is the first major reason why the internal successors do not want to purchase the practice because they were never meant to purchase the practice. They were brought in originally and have been working the cases since they started practicing at your firm.
1: It's, it reminds me a little bit of a family business where sometimes the uh, father, the founder, might expect the kids to take over the family business. And sometimes the kids are like, yeah, all the way, I'm, I'm doing it from day one with that intention. And other times they're like, maybe I want to do something different.
0: You're right, Scott. And, and really, when we speak with our clients, they speak to us about their key associates and their junior partners. They really think of them as almost their kids that they would want to take over their practice. And if we can just show the graphic again, the key the key difference is that when when a child in yesteryear joins a business, whether that's a law practice or or, or any business, there's really an expectation from the beginning. When your relative is joining your business, that there's an expectation both by the relative, your son, your daughter, your niece, your nephew, a, a brother or sister, even younger brother or sister, that could take over that could take over the family business itself. Some point. By contrast, that key employee, they don't have that expectation from the very beginning. So when the senior attorney turns to that key employee and says, well, You've got a turnkey business in front of you, similar to how a mother or father in years past would want to pass their business on to a child. The key employee really turns to them and says, Wait a second, that's not what I expected when I started here 15 years ago. And it's certainly not what I'm expected, uh, what I'm expecting and prepared to do now. So, in terms of the next reason why an internal successor is, uh, is, does not want to purchase your law practice is because they also do not have the business experience to do so. And here we'll look at the then and now infographic, because from the then standpoint, the key employees, the junior partners at your firm, the key associates and at at, senior associates at your firm, they're, do, they're doing the work they're not the ones that are signing your lease they're not signing on to a credit line they're not hiring and firing typically uh, the key the other employees at the at the law practice so when a senior attorney then goes to their key employees years later when the senior attorney is in his or her, mid 60s to late 60s and even early 70s and says, well, would you like to take over the law practice? They often are looking at the senior attorney and say, well, wait a second. I'm the one that's been working the cases here. I'm not the one that has been running the business. And the senior attorney will often look at them and say, well, wait a second. Don't you remember when I took my two week trip last year and you ran the you ran the office? Great. Well, why can't you just run the office all the time? And the key employee will then turn back to the senior attorney and say, well, wait a second, when you were away for two weeks and something significant happened, did you remember that I sent you a text message? I called you, asked you, how, to, you know, how do we do this? How do you do that? And that really is the case because so often when we look at this then and now, senior attorney brings in junior attorneys and gives them the responsibility to work on the case matters. And to then all of a sudden expect that these people that have very minimal business experience and often are not entrepreneurial natured, they may advise entrepreneurs, may work with entrepreneurs, but they're not entrepreneurs themselves. They enjoy and appreciate getting a weekly or biweekly paycheck. And to expect them to then take over the business is often a bridge too far for for your, for your key employee, that is your, your junior partner or your senior associate, to really want to take over your law practice.
1: And I think you really hit the point when you said entrepreneur, I think of like an entrepreneurial spirit, which embraces sort of building that business, like being a rainmaker, as some attorneys call it. And if that original senior attorney built it and does the networking and makes the rain, and these people are behind the scenes doing the work. Usually, they're different personalities and different skill sets. Correct,
0: a hundred percent. And that actually leads Scott to the next reason why the the uh, key employee at your firm really doesn't want to purchase your practice, and that's what we call the trust transfer. The 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 key element to a successful transition of a law firm from senior attorney to the right successor is what we show here. Scott, we talk about this often as the the flux capacitor of succession planning for lawyers, okay? Meaning that senior attorney has developed tremendous trust with the senior attorney's clients over the years. And uh, for the succession plan to work, you need the client's who trust the senior attorney to then trust the junior attorneys. So in some respects, people may be thinking of what I just said. So, well, well, this is the perfect fit, isn't it? Because the senior attorney trusts the junior attorneys at the office. The clients already know the, um, the, the, the junior attorneys at the practice. Getting back to this, that it's a turnkey operation that a senior attorney is handing over, why is this a reason why the uh, why the junior attorneys don't want to take over the practice? And the and the reason why is, and, and this is a we'll reference back to Back to the Future, I think we all remember anybody that lived in the 80s will remember the 1.21 gigawatts, right, to get back to the future. And the issue here is that the junior attorneys just can't get up to the 1.21 gigawatts. And here's the reason why. We'll look at the next infographic that shows that... That flux capacitor, Scott, that we talk about really requires what we call a one plus one equals equals seven when it comes to taking over a senior attorney's practice. That is, there's a trust transfer at the senior attorney to client level, but the right successor is going to be someone that wants to take those relationships to a whole nother level that 1.21 gigawatts. okay? That is, you take the existing relationships with the clients and you grow that by in-person business development, expanding on the website, expanding into multiple areas of, of of digital marketing. And by and large, this is not something that internal employees are really thinking about often because they're the ones so often that are doing the work and just to give an example, Scott, and I'm not knocking, you know, key employees. There's tremendous value for key employees in, in a law firm, but just for those entrepreneurial business owners, senior attorneys that are that are that are watching today or, or listening today, if you can just think of the, a major matter that you might have had, and you you want a you want a court case, let's just say you won the tr- you, you want a trial, and you go out to dinner with your client. Well, when you go out to dinner with your client, what I'm finding in my experience is that the the key employee is basically staying in the box, talking with the client and and talking about the matter that they just that they just won and you know what happened at trial and then go off and start talking about other things. The the Red Sox were in Boston Scott and you know and the weather and politics and whatnot. The entrepreneurial business owner, and if we can just show that one plus one equals seven again, that person is thinking about, wow, we just want a trial. You just ran into this amount of money. Um, maybe there's a financial planner that you should talk to. Maybe I can introduce you to an estate planner. What's next on your plate? What can we What can we do for you next? And that mentality of, uh, of a business owner who wants to grow the business versus a key employee that does the work is another reason why, Key employees, junior partners, senior associates at your practice just don't want and often just aren't really capable to take over the practice.
1: I would also imagine that if they're doing the work, they do a good job doing the work, they might sort of be saying, I'm pretty darn busy (laughs) doing the work. How am I also gonna do what you do, Mr. Senior Attorney? How am I gonna, you know, also be entrepreneur? How am I and still do the work? And if it's like, oh, well, you'll hire a junior, like well, that's another skill set. So if they're really great at doing the work, I would think adding to their burden might be like, I'd like to, but boy, that's a huge bite to take out.
0: And we see that all the time. And that actually leads to the the, the additional, an additional reason um, why key employees at your firm um, do not want to purchase your practice. And that's a lack of capital because uh, key employees at your firm they're doing the work. They're depending on a paycheck week in and week out. And they're not the ones that are on your uh, your lease. They're not the ones that have signed on to a credit line. They're not financially invested in the firm. And because they're often relying upon that paycheck, they do not have in reality, A, they don't have the access to capital. B, when it comes to where they are at this point in their lives, are they willing to take the risk with going to a bank and taking out a significant loan maybe even taking a second mortgage on their you know on their house to provide that initial funding if these aren't people that are that are entrepreneurs by nature to expect them to have access to capital to want to bet literally bet the house
1: i would think too that this stage in their life they probably have been married maybe they have kids and so the idea of going a home, getting a home equity line of credit, you're like, oh, you've got plenty of equity in your house that you bought. Go get a home equity line and then buy it. Well, that person's spouse might very well be risk averse as well and be like, hey, wait a minute. You're going to go get our equity and go buy this business? Why don't you just go work for somebody else, get a nice salary and keep doing what you're great at? What are we risking the house for?
0: You're exactly right. And we'll we'll show an infographic that depicts what you what you just described, Scott, because what what we see pretty often and this can and this can lead to um, very unfavorable results for for senior attorneys is that when they push that envelope with the key employee and say, you know what? Fine. We don't I don't need money up front and you can pay me over time but just please take over the business and then you can pay me let's say on an on an earn out basis the problem with that is what you just raised scott is that the moment that the that the practice is not generating as much money as it did when the senior attorney was was in charge, and the senior attorney was bringing in the business, running the business, and that senior attorney is depending on their on their key employee to be paying off the business. Well, what what can happen is that that key employee can just go and get and just go out and get another job. Um, and if that happens, we call that a random. To a random Tuesday event, where in the random, where in a random Tuesday event, the senior attorney, instead of being able to mo- to monetize the the practice, the senior attorney all of a sudden ha- is has lost the key employee, and often can even lose key clients when when the key when a key employee leaves, and that leaves the senior attorney just without a, a, a way to monetize the practice.
1: Yeah, just as they were thinking about stepping away, you know, if the if the if the worker says, oh, "I'm going to go somewhere else," that it could be, as you said, unexpected. They very well might go to a competitor. They very well might take some clients, and to regroup, to rebuild from that point, is incredibly tough to do. I would think,
0: and that's what we're sh- and that's what we're showing here. Um, is that, that that random Tuesday is because do you really want to be you know 72 years old and having struck a deal with your with your um, internal successor that wasn't able to get upfront money um, wasn't able to capably run the practice joins another firm and now at 72 um, you're left either running a much smaller practice closing shop or or trying or trying to recruit another younger attorney, um, into your practice. So in summary, um, the, the four reasons why an internal successor does not want to purchase your practice is that number one is that, um, they were hired as key employees and you really can't expect that a key employee is going to wake up one day and say, yeah, you know what? I want to be a business owner. Number two is that your key employees have minimal business experience running the office. So to expect them to take over that role of business developer, run the office, work on the cases is often a bridge too far. And number three is that even though they share tremendous trust with your clients, do they really think in a one plus one equals seven mentality of how can I grow this business? I, I go to bed at night and I wake up in the morning. How can I how can I grow this business as compared to someone that's used to and relies upon getting a, a check every 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 week or, or or biweekly? And then the and then the fourth reason is the is lacking the capital, because if they've been key employees for your practice for so many years uh, can you really expect them to be able to uh, to take over the practice by paying any kind of money up front? When we consider an alternative option to an internal successor, the preferred option that Senior Attorney Match promotes is to join is to join a growing law firm, because that really presents the the best of all worlds. For, uh, for senior attorneys that are considering, okay, if my internal successor presents only a potential option, in some respects, a pretty risky option to take over my practice. Well, what are the reasons why a growing law firm would prefer? Um, and why do these guys, why does senior attorney match? Why do we suggest that senior attorneys very seriously consider joining growing law firms? And, and here, the first reason why? is because growing law firms they want and they need senior attorneys as well as your key employees and here we're sh- here we're showing an infographic that's just depicting the the four values that senior attorneys bring to growing law firms their client list their referral source list their goodwill and their subject matter knowledge All of these taken together, these really power business development for growing law firms. Growing law firms, they need clients, they need referral sources, and they need capable attorneys to work with those clients and referral sources. So that is a primary reason why we suggest that senior attorneys consider growing law firms because the growing law firms want and need them. So
1: you're saying that the growing law firm not only do they want the senior attorney, often they want the whole package. They want the the worker attorneys as well who are good at pushing that work out. Is that what you're saying?
0: A hundred percent. And if we show that graphic again, uh, when we think about goodwill and subject matter knowledge, you just touched upon, Scott, that the, um, that the key employees, those are both lawyers and support staff. They know the subject matter knowledge. Let's take an intellectual property attorney but, you know, as an example. The, the senior attorney may be a leader in a certain area of intellectual property law, and his or her lawyers and staff people, they know the subject matter down pat. Significantly, there's often those key employees at the firm that people know that, hey, Tony at that office is a superstar. Tony may not be able to take over the practice, but if Tony, together with the senior attorney and other and other lawyers and key staff people join the another growing IP firm, 100%, that's what that growing law firm would want. So just say it more succinctly, 100%, yes, they want the whole package. Growing law firms want the whole package, senior attorney at all. Um, another reason why growing law firms present a better option than an internal successor is that they get it when it comes, that is growing law firms, get it, when it comes to one plus one equals seven from a business from a business development standpoint. And here we're showing that um, when senior attorney-led firms join growing law firms, we see a one plus one equals seven result, meaning that senior attorney has the clients and referral sources. What growing law firms have is a desire and capability to build upon the client list, build upon the referral source list, not just from in-person marketing in a website, what we call pre-2020 marketing. You know, 2020 absolutely propelled the world and propelled the legal industry into the digital age. And growing law firms have the capability to bring senior attorneys into that digital, into that digital age across multiple digital opportunities
1: yeah, so but I, mean, I look at that infographic, uh, I see like about seven digital platforms, Facebook and Twitter and Google. And so you're saying that the growing law firms have already got the expertise. They're already moving in that direction. And usually the senior attorney, I take it, has not invested in it because they didn't need to. They got in business the old-fashioned way with referrals. And so you're saying like the combination of these two things, the the modern digital age, a growing law firm in the senior attorney with the experience together, they're more than the sum of their parts.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> uh, but, 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 to, you know, all kidding, all kidding aside, let's just use two examples. And this is what we're seeing in the marketplace. I mean, anybody who's watching or listening right now, please raise your hand if you, if you haven't gone on a zoom meeting in the last year. <laughs> Right. And, and what we're seeing in the marketplace is what growing law firms are doing is they set up Zoom meetings between a senior attorney and his clients or her clients and lawyers at the growing law firm. And if we could just show that graphic again, you know, by setting up those Zoom meetings in yesteryear that had to be done in person. Those were scheduling coffees and dinners and lunches and drinks. Of course, we all know how convenient Zoom is today. In a 15-minute time period over a Zoom meeting, senior attorneys can transfer their trust to lawyers at at growing law firms. And as another example, LinkedIn. So many, and you mentioned this before, Scott, well, maybe they didn't need to do it. On the one hand, they didn't need to do it. On the other hand, it was, oh, I'll do that tomorrow because I'm so busy doing other things, right? Law firms today are are welcoming and introducing chief marketing officers to their firms. It's brilliant. They should have done it 20 years ago, but it's happening now. And so a senior attorney who's got a client list of, let's say, 3,000 clients that in yesteryear would have only sent a -a once-a-year holiday card is now entering all of those clients into LinkedIn, sending out notices, informing informing their clients about changes in the law, great things that the firm that the senior attorney has done – so we're not kidding when we say one plus one equals seven, because these growing firms that have the capacity to do digital marketing can help the senior attorneys utilize their subject matter knowledge, their goodwill. And from this from the standpoint of a sale of a law practice where most of our deals are based on earnout Scott, where the senior attorney is earning money as collections are coming in from the senior attorney's clients. Well, senior attorney is is absolutely incentivized to leverage this opportunity that growing law firms present to them so that they can monetize their practices to the greatest extent possible. And another reason why growing law firms present the preferred reason uh, why senior attorneys um, should consider joining a growing law firm versus an internal successor for their succession plan is really a matter of mitigating risk. That is, you know, at this point in, in a senior attorney's life, our clients are typically late 50s, mid-60s, early 70s. They were willing to take on risk in their 20s, and their 30s, even in their 40s. At this point in their lives, they are not willing to risk as much, especially where they know that their law practice represents a significant potential nest egg for what they've built over the course of their careers. And here we can show the four components to valuing a law firm, okay? Over the course of a senior attorney's career, they've developed their client list. They've developed their referral source list. They've built up tremendous goodwill um, in their their legal communities, sometimes statewide, even even regionally, and sometimes even, even, even nationally. And then finally, um, they have uh, the subject matter knowledge that they've developed over the over the course of their careers. So when you're when they're considering, okay, I've got these four components to value. Where should I take this? And here we'll show the one plus one equals seven. Because growing law firms have the ability and have, present much less risk for not only transferring your clients to competent attorneys to succeed to representing your clients but the ability to grow upon a senior attorney's legacy that they have developed over the course of their careers.
1: I was also thinking when you take less risk as you get older it reminds me of sort of financial planner advice where you know you take risk when you're young because you can recover and if you don't take any risk you won't grow so you maybe put in some riskier mutual funds but as you get older they say, hey, you want to start going into bonds or you want to go into less aggressive mutual funds because you can't recover from a mistake. And that's what this reminds me of, Jeremy, in that going with an internal successor has an increased risk over joining a growing law firm.
0: For sure. And and we'll just show that in a graphic form here where when senior attorneys join growing law firms, um, their, rev- their revenues actually will increase by joining a grow- by joining a growing law firm for the reasons that we've discussed. It's a less risky option, and these are firms that are thinking about how do we grow our client base, how do we grow our referral source base, and by doing so and entering into often deals with our clients that involve. Fee sharing over time when more revenues are coming in because the growing law firms are leveraging client list, referral source list, subject matter knowledge and the goodwill of a senior attorney. And as we talked about earlier, that the growing law firms are also welcoming in your key employees into the firm as well. What the senior attorneys can accomplish by joining a growing law firm is really, is really three major accomplishments. Yes, they're able to monetize their law practice. That's not often the major goal of our clients, Scott. A major goal is taking care of those clients, knowing that the clients are going to be represented by a firm that is that is on solid ground and will be there for the clients for years to come, and then take care of the internal successor. If the internal successor. Really wanted a job. The senior attorneys behoove themselves by joining growing law firms that can continue employing those key employees.
1: I also noticed that status quo uh, arrow in that graphic, which we didn't touch on. Which I'm, I'm saying, like if they choose, like ah, I'll just, we'll just stay where we're at. It still slightly goes down over time. Um, did you want to touch on that for a moment? Maybe? Yeah,
0: it's a it's a great point because. We've talked about that we're in the digital age, and we are talking to more and more senior attorneys that are being left on the proverbial sidelines. Scott, that is that as law firms are uh, are marketing for clients in new age, digital age ways, Facebook, LinkedIn, even TikTok will be will be places, and that, that people may laugh at that, but that is that is going that is going to happen, um, and YouTube videos. There are all new kinds of ways where growing law firms are attracting clients that senior attorneys in pre-2020, that those clients were calling the senior attorneys. We often are talking about that who's America's greatest referral source for lawyers today? It's Google. It's Uncle Uncle Google. And, And senior attorneys, if they stay in their status quo, their revenues will continue to go down. Their internal successors who they're depending upon may even leave them to join a competitor. So senior attorneys are really incentivized when they, while they continue to have client lists, referral source lists, great subject matter, knowledge, and goodwill. Join a growing law firm. It is the best of all worlds. It presents a tremendous win-win for the growing law firms, as well as, as well as the senior attorneys. So Scott, I want to thank you for, for joining um, today's today's program. Um, this was our, our state of the market on four reasons why internal successors, they really just don't want to purchase your law practice and why growing law firms present the preferred option that senior attorney match continues to recommend for senior attorneys considering succession planning for their practices. Thank you for listening to today's state of the market episode key points in this episode are that there are four reasons why internal successors actually do not want to purchase a senior attorney's law practice. And that by contrast, there are three reasons why growing law firms want and need to acquire senior attorney led firms in today's legal market. If you have any questions about the value of your law practice or how to sell your law practice, please contact senior attorney Match can always send me, Jeremy Pook, a text message at 617-285-3325. And we also welcome any comments that you have about today's State of the Market episode.